You're tuned in to episode 17 of Audacious K. So what's up, people in podcast land? Um, I hope you missed me. I've been MIA for like two and a half weeks, um, mostly because I needed to deal with some major adult stuff. So my grandfather died. There was a lot of drama around that. Um, I had a couple of relationships end. Um, you know, some friendships had to kind of go out the door and, you know, just a whole bunch of really intense adult stuff. So I've been relatively tuned out and it's been pretty freaking amazing. Um, and this is kind of what I want to talk about on today's episode. So, you know, I've been posting on Facebook and I'll get on Snapchat cause that's my new shit now. Um, it allows me to feel like I'm engaging, but still be lazy. Um, it does, you know, it doesn't require a lot of work. Um, but I've stayed clear of Twitter and I've stayed clear of reading too many blogs and, and online magazines and all this stuff. And it has been so helpful. And I know that, you know, periodically I'll see a lot of people who are like, you know what? I'm sick of Twitter. I'm sick of social media. You know, I'm done. I, I got to sign off or whatever. And I've done that a million times too. And I have to say this break though felt really, really different for me. Um, because there's something to be said about processing the emotions you feel about things that are directly happening in your life. And not having those emotions exacerbated or even suppressed or drowned out because you're dealing with emotions or sensory reactions to all the millions of other things that you expose yourself to. So, like in the case of there being, you know, family drama or death or relationships ending. Um, you know, to be able to process that sadness and hurt and anger and disappointment with the kind of clarity that comes with not knowing about everything that's happening in the world is pretty freaking amazing. Um, because you realize that sometimes the different emotions that you feel about the things that are happening in your life they get crowded with all this other shit that's coming from other places. Uh, and you really start to see, you know, after you've taken a break, that a lot of your time is spent processing all kinds of thoughts and feelings about things that have nothing to do with you. So you get into this break mode and you stop caring about shit that you never really cared about anyway, or you stop forming an opinion about things you don't really give a fuck about anyway, um, because you're just not even exposed to those opinions. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but this is something that has definitely, this has been, you know, a, a bit of a revelation for me. And it's like you're essentially unplugging from a lot of noise and tuning in more closely to the happenings in your own life and trying to be more intentional about what you expose yourself to. So, and I think the best thing about this break that I've had or am in the midst of having is more than, more than anything, Getting this headspace has given me more time to do little things that I stopped doing that gave me more joy. Things like, um, 
you know, reading books about all kinds of uh, different stuff. Um, you know, not having everything that I read be on a computer screen, not have it all be, you know, a blog, um, not, you know, watching endless videos and things like that. Um, you know, just sitting and listening to music for the sake of listening to music, for the sake of paying attention to the notes and the words, not just listening to music when I'm, when I'm driving or cleaning up or doing work, but really just laying there and listening to it for the sake of enjoying it. Um, you know, and having this headspace has been great because I haven't been focused on being productive either. I think a lot of times when people unplug, um, they want to be more productive. I've done that a lot where it's like, okay, I'm fucking off. I need to take a step back so I can get more done. I haven't been interested in being more productive. I've been interested in being more about leisure and, you know, relaxing, being more casual, not worrying about deadlines and deliverables and not feeling like I have to be producing. So this has been really important for me. Um, and I think it's, if people give themselves an opportunity to think on it, it, it'll be important to them too, because if you're spending a lot of time listening to podcasts, reading blogs, you're on social media, you live in a media-driven, um, media-content-driven world. If you give yourself an opportunity to decompress, I think you might find what I found is that the overwhelming majority of content you consume adds very little value to your life. And that could even be, that could be this freaking podcast. It fills up space and time, but it may not really give you anything. And entertainment is great. We all need some shit to, to, to get us out of boredom or to distract us when we're, you know, not in a good place or whatever it is. And let me just go on the record as saying, I'm not talking, I'm, I'm not making it seem like I'm not out here bullshitting because I've been doing a lot of lounging and bullshitting. I saw the Real Housewives reunion last week, but you get what I'm saying. You, there's so much of this content out here that we just, read and watch and listen to, and it doesn't really add anything to your life. It's just space fillers. And for me, I've been more intentional about using that empty space to do little things that give me more joy. Um, and I'm saying this as somebody who is producing content herself. A lot of this stuff out here is bullshit. It's just a time suck. It's not real. It doesn't get you. And the other thing is it gets you to care about things, like I said, that you normally would not care about. You form opinions about things you actually don't give a fuck about. And it's under the guise of being informed. Um, You know, and I'm not trying to be a hermit. I'm not saying that other people should try to be a hermit. Um, But this break has forced me to rethink how much I want to be informed and what I want to be informed about. I don't want to know about every single killing of an unarmed black person anymore. Um, I don't want hourly reminders of how many disgusting men there are on Twitter who just shit on women all day long. Um, I don't want to know what latest white woman feminist has decided to slight black women again. Or what drama du jour the latest celebrity is drummed up 
Um, I don't want to be the most informed. I don't even want to be well informed on some of these things, to be honest. I just feel so much freer and lighter and relaxed because my eyeballs are not jumping out of my fucking head from reading the latest dumb shit someone has wrote and put out there on the internet. Um, so yeah, this break has been really, really good just in terms of almost recalibrating. And like I said, dealing with some very serious, you know, adult things where grown shit happens and we have to deal with them. Um, and having the, the clear headspace to be able to deal with them in the right way and to process them in the right way. Um, and then to do just little things that bring extra joy into my life because I'm not filling up empty space with things that don't really matter. Um, another thing though, that this break has really revealed for me is that people who are always on, they do not know how to leave you the fuck alone when you're trying to chill. And this is bad shit. So if you're one of these people who is like always, always, always on, and so you expect that everyone else should always be on too, you might want to pay close attention to this. So people were assuming that because I wasn't posting on Twitter that something was wrong with me. And this is mostly people who only engage with me on Twitter. So that shows you their level of entitlement that they think they have on my life, that because they don't see me posting some tweets, that something must be up. But I promise you, I'm okay. Um, Or like, if I didn't respond to certain people's Facebook messages, then here they were DMing me or texting me. Um, I remember even telling someone when my, you know, that my grandfather had died and I couldn't commit to a project that they wanted me to help them with. This motherfucker the next day emailed me about the same shit that I just told them I didn't have time or interest to get involved in because my grandfather passed and I was dealing with the fallout of that. So it's like, People are always, always on, and they don't know how to stop for themselves. And so, of course, they don't know how to stop and be considerate of other people. They're just so caught up in what they're doing, and they're always just on go, 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 and constantly being on, that they just do not how to pause for a minute and have empathy. They don't know how to pause to take care of themselves. They just they just don't even know what the fuck to do when you say, actually, no, I'm taking time out because I need to be out here focusing on important shit. And, you know, that happens enough times that I realize people think that what they're out here doing really is urgent. Um, and I can relate to that because I definitely have felt that way before. Um, so not recently, but like within the last, I don't know, two or so years, I definitely have come away from that space of thinking that everything you're doing is urgent. You know, we treat our work and projects and other things with such an urgency and an intensity that people don't know how to pause. They don't know how to support others when a legitimate need to not be on arises, and it's crazy. That's not the kind of person I want to be in my life. Um, And I suspect that most people don't want to be like that in their lives either. They don't want to constantly be in this, this hectic state 
where they can never rest, where they can never shut down um, because that next opportunity is going to go out the window or, you know, people are going to think they're not on top of things because they've chosen um, some serenity and some peace and some seclusion. And I just, that's, I'm not trying to do that with my life. I've been there and done that and I didn't enjoy it. And if I'm going to be urgent about something, it's going to be urgent about doing the things that bring me joy. I don't want to reserve my intensity and my fire and my drive just for work. I want to use some of that to be more intentional about relaxing and getting more rest. I mean, God, I've been getting the right amount of sleep and it's life changing, you know, about eating meals and, 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 and cooking real food and all this other stuff. And it has done wonders for me. So I would say, because I'm about to wrap this all up so I can go and do some more leisurely shit is If you find yourself in a constant state of hecticness, if that's even a word, and if you find that, you know, your brain is just always dealing with these emotions, whether it be anger or outrage or hurt or disappointment or sadness or whatever it is, not really because of the things that are going on in your life, but because you are absorbing so many external things, take a step back, take a long step back. And I promise you, it is really gonna, it's gonna change some things for you and it's gonna set you on the right course. Because the level of just calm and clear headedness and peace and all that that I feel from limiting my exposure to all this external stuff, it's been amazing. So if you if you find yourself in this chaotic state where you're always on, do yourself a favor and try to try to start tuning out some of the stuff. And I promise you it's it's gonna do wonders for you. So that's it for today. Um, I'll be back with another episode next week and it'll be more of a real episode. This was just kind of like a, what the fuck am I doing? I'm chilling. Um, but thanks for listening and I will talk to you next week.